everybody. Welcome to Keeps and Tapes, a podcast that knows how to count to ten. Don't worry, we got it. You know, the secret seven right after seven? <laughs> You've never heard of this? You know, seven two, the sequel to seven? Yeah. It's just it's just a quick little it's it goes seven, seven, eight. <laughs> That's how counting works. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, welcome to 2020, everybody. Uh, we are starting off strong by clearly, clearly by remembering how to count. Um, I hope everyone is having a good start to their year. Um, we are going to uh, kick our time off here at Caves and Japes. Um, by uh, talking about Mr. Terrific. Because, um, you know, he's terrific. Um, he sure so, is. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, Mr. Terrific is a uh, DC superhero. Um, and there have been uh, two of them. We're mostly going to be talking about the more recent one. Because I think... More people have encountered that one. Um, he was on, uh, he was in Arrow, I think? He was in one of the CW shows, or, like, a version of him. Um, yeah, he was in Arrow for a while. Um, but we're also going to touch on, uh, the old-timey one a little bit for, uh, (laughs) the purposes of some background. Ah, yes, tell me about that old-timey Mr. Terrific. I mean, you could kind of tell he's an old-timey superhero because, uh, his name gives no indication of, like, what his theme is. It's obviously terrific. His theme is just being terrific. Just Um, like Mr. Fantastic is being fantastic. (laughs) Mr. Fantastic. He is terrible. Um, so, um, the, uh... The original, uh, Mr. Terrific was, uh, created in 1942, um, in Sensation Comics, um, which was the same sort of, uh, anthology comic, uh, that DC published, where, uh, Wonder Woman was kind of, like, the main feature, um. Wonder Woman's the main feature of every comic she's in. That is true facts. Um, so, you know, already it's like, oh, it's playing back up to Wonder Woman. It's like, this guy, (laughs) this guy was never going to have too much of a chance. Um, but, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Terrific's thing, um, his nickname is, uh, the man of a thousand talents. Um, how is that a nick? Nicknames are supposed to be shorter. (laughs) Yeah, his, I don't know, his, his, Fanfiction, like, epithet. (laughs) His long-form title. Yes. Um, his alternate name. Um, like, what's, like, what's Caped Crusader for Batman? Just, like, another thing to call him? Just, you know, I think it just adds to the mythos. Just a cool, yeah, just just a, a cool aesthetic title. Um... A cool other thing for me to write in the subtitle of this episode. Um, 
so uh, the old school Mr. Terrific was a man um, named Terry Sloan, um, who was just, his thing was that he was super good at everything. Um, he was a genius, and he had a photographic memory, and he was great at every sport, and he could do martial arts, and uh, he was super rich. Uh, wow, what a Mary Sue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and he, uh, as, uh, as, like, a young adult, he was like, fuck, I've already done everything there is to do in the world. And then, um, he gets sad, uh, and, uh, considers, uh, committing suicide. Um, and then he saves, uh, another young woman from actually committing suicide, and he's like, oh, I know what I can do. I can save people with my 1,000 talents. Um. Why can't he just end systemic poverty? Well. Not those we, kinds of talents, huh? No, he doesn't have those ones. It's funny because one of, um, one of the things he does is he creates a group called the Fair Play Club, um, which okay. is, uh, I'm guessing help... either an improv group or uh, a swingers I, club. I wish it was either of those things. It is um apparently uh to uh stop growing juvenile delinquency. Um for which, you know, obviously the real life solution would be to, you know, end systemic poverty. Or um, stop planting those juvenile delinquency seeds. <laughs> ah, delinquency seeds. It was so, I was so close. Ah, damn it. We have to stop the podcast. We're going to go back and record again. <laughs> um, but, uh, I don't think he does either of those things. I'm pretty sure it's just he, like, goes to teens and he's like, don't do crimes. Um, and the teens are like, gee, thanks. Um, Thanks for the great advice. Um, cool. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind next time I decide to do a crime. Uh, but uh, he is so into this idea that his uh, his costume, um, he's got like a kind of a green jacket over like uh, a red like cowl and bodysuit, and on the front of his jacket, it's just like it just says. Fair play in huge red letters on a yellow background. Um, <laughs> which I love because you go to fight a superhero who has the word fair play written on, like, the front of his chest. And you're like, your name is fair play? And he's like, no, my name is Mr. Terrific. I just support fair play. I'm going to take this man's lunch money and shove him in a locker. That's the vibe, to be totally honest. <laughs> <laughs> that is just, that's the energy that he's, uh, that he's giving off. Um, so, uh, along with, uh, most of the, uh, the other superheroes of this Golden Age era, um, Mr. Terrific is a, uh, a member of the Justice Society of America, um, and then I think at some point, along with, like, the other Golden Age, uh, JSA members, he gets, uh, 
it like it's revealed that like all of these golden age stories happened on an alternate earth called earth 2 um and that's where he is um and then uh he eventually uh he dies helping uh the flash fight his uh his nemesis the spirit king um and uh since then he's like shown up a few times via like flashback or time travel or ghosts or whatever um, you know all comic book things all all very normal comic book things uh largely he's uh shown up in conjunction uh with the new mr terrific um so mr terrific 2 mr terrific um was uh created in 1997 um and he is uh the most notable change is that he is an African-American man. Um, his name is Michael Holt. Um, he, uh, like, uh, the old school Mr. Terrific, he is, uh, very, very good at things. Um, it's largely portrayed as just as he's, like, an extremely quick learner. Um, like, he, he just kind of, uh, picks things up very easily. Um, the, the quote that, that gets referenced a lot is he has a natural aptitude for having natural aptitudes. <laughs> um, which is Okay. Cool. Yeah. At one point he like, they, uh, like somebody gets injured and he has to do like an emergency surgery to save their life. So he like, Speed reads a medical textbook, and he's like, okay, I got it. I love this. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so, uh, he, uh, he grows up, you know, he, like, he reads a ton of, like, theoretical physics books as a child. He, um, he has, uh, 14 PhDs. Oh. Um, by the time he becomes a superhero, um, just in, like, in basically everything you could have PhDs in, um, it's like Damn. engineering, physics, law, psychology. I, I'm so impressed by, but also, like, how long did he spend on each PhD? That's a lot. Well, it's a lot, but he's, like, very, very smart, so he, like, probably, like, speed-ran them. I, I guess. Yeah, um, he has, um, he is, apparently, I'm not sure what the current canon is. He was, at one point, uh, officially, uh, the third smartest person in the DC universe, um, after... Batman and Lex Luthor, um, which, I mean, like, there's no real way to quantify how smart somebody is, because all the metrics that exist are kind of bogus, but yeah. he's a very, 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 very smart dude, um, and also seems to, like, be generally more, uh, emotionally stable than either Batman or Lex Luthor, so. Good. Yeah, so that's, uh, the- Number one, there. emotionally stable genius. 
yeah. Um, he's, uh, he's also, like, uh, he won a gold medal in the Olympics for the decathlon. Um, okay. And, yeah, and he, uh, started a, um, a company, uh, called Cyberware, uh, that produced, as the name would suggest, like, you know, various tech things. Um, which he ended up, uh, selling to, uh, Wayne Enterprises, uh, or, like, the technology division of Wayne Enterprises, um, which, um, which is cute because he has, like, kind of, like, uh, sort of a rivalry, uh, with Batman, um, <laughs> because he's, like, a li- like, as, you know, kind of, like, the very smart, non-superpowered one. He's sort of, like, the Batman of the the JSA. Um, so he's kind of like, oh, Batman, that guy. Um, Everybody's always comparing me to him. Yeah, um, but he does also own Mr. Terrific's former company, uh, which is funny. Um, yeah. So, um, he as his superhero origin story um, is that he, uh, he loses, uh, his wife and their unborn child, uh, as happens so often, um, he loses his wife and his unborn child in, uh, in an accident, uh, while they were, uh, on their way to church, or while his wife was on her way to church, um, and is, as one would be, very devastated by this, um, and is, uh, like the, uh, original Mr. Terrific, like, uh, considering, you know, killing himself, um, when he is, uh, visited by, uh, the Spectre, um... I was gonna guess the Ghost of Christmas Past, but... Pretty the close. Spectre, the, yeah, the Spectre is basically the Ghost of Christmas Past, but, like, spookier. Um, so the Spectre is, um, we've, we've, we haven't done a Spectre episode. We talked about the Spectre, I think, for one of our Halloween specials when we were talking about ghosts. Yeah. Um, the Spectre is whack. <laughs> um, because uh the the specter is a person um who is uh basically given powers by christian god <laughs> um and it's like they sort of vaguely like tread around like actually specifically referencing that it's, like, God from the Bible, but, like, it's clearly, like, it's it's definitely God from the Bible. It's the DC version of God from the Bible who, uh, gave, like, a man ghost powers to pursue revenge. Um. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's whack. Um. But the Spectre is uh, another character who's associated, uh, with the, uh, the JSA, 
Um, the Jesus and, Saves America. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> so he um, he appears uh, to Michael Holt um, and uh, tells him about uh, the original Mr. Terrific. Um, he's like, seems like you have a lot in common with this guy. Uh, you know, I hope he can inspire you to, uh, do good in the world. Um, and Holt is like, uh, you know what? You're right. I am going to take this terrible tragedy, uh, and instead become a superhero and join the, the JSA and help people. Um, one of, one of the wilder things about this specific detail of his backstory is that, um, it's an ongoing thing with, uh, Holt's character that he is a, uh, a staunch atheist. Um, and one of the things about this fight that he had with his wife was that, like, uh, they, like, he was arguing with his wife about, you know, like, the value of religion, um, and, you know, she got mad and left for church, and then, you know, there was an accident, and he was like, oh, no, if we weren't arguing, maybe that wouldn't have happened, um, <laughs> but, like, he brings it up, you know, a few times, different characters have, like, conversations with him about it, um, he, at some point, they meet, like, uh, an alternate universe version of him, um, where, uh, his wife was not killed, uh, and as a result of that, he became, like, he got, like, super into religion, and he became, like, a priest. Um. I bet he was great at it. I bet he was great at it, because he's great at everything, because he's the man of a thousand talents. Um, the thing is, he did become a superhero, um, because a prophet of Christian God told him to. <laughs> like, that Look. is what happened. Um. We can't and- have, we, now see, we gotta put some of the Christian God in there. <laughs> we ha- like, and religion is always going to be weird. Um, in a comic True. book universe. Religion is always going to be weird, period. Religion in a comic book universe is always going to be weird, specifically because, like, one, you're superheroes, and you are, like, dealing with people who have, like, you know, cosmic world-changing levels of power on a regular basis. Just like God intended. <laughs> Just like God wanted to happen. And also, um, there are gods from various mythologies who, like, demonstrably exist, and, like, many people have met them. Um, <laughs> you know, Shazam- I've never met the Christian god, but I sure have met Ares. <laughs> yeah, that, like, Wonder Woman is fighting gods all the time. And, like, you know, there's certain, like, rationales where you can be like, well, I don't, like, I don't see that as a god. I just see that as, like, a very powerful being. Um, but at that point, it's like, what does religion even mean? 
I mean, um, if you think about religion too much, you kind of get to that question. And yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, different people have different answers for it. <laughs> boy, they sure do. Um, Michael Holt's answer is that I uh, mm, don't think so. Don't really don't uh, don't feel it. Um, I love the idea of like just. I don't believe in gods. You just met one. <laughs> eh. I'll believe it when I see it. You yeah. just... Five minutes ago. <laughs> it literally just happened. Nah. I don't eh. think so. I don't think so. It's like, God, you're frustrating. This is the least terrific thing. <laughs> um, so, uh, he, um, he becomes Mr. Terrific. Um, he has, uh, most of his costume, uh, I really like. He has this mask that's, like, in a T-shape, um. For so terrific. For terrific, yeah. So it covers, like, uh, his eyes, and then it, like, goes over his nose and mouth. Um, and the mask is, like, uh, he designed it. It's made of, like, uh like, advanced nanotechnology, um, so he can make it, like, uh, appear and disappear at will, um, which is a cool idea, um, it also, like, he can, like, control his costume, like, through his mask, and it, like, uh, allows him to, like, project, it, like, picks up on his thoughts, so he can, like, project, like, uh, a hologram of himself talking if he, like, can't talk because he's injured or whatever. Um. Cool? Yeah, I mean, it is cool. Um, I think it depends on how it's drawn. I think, like, sometimes I'm like, uh, yeah, that's kind of a cool mask design, and other times I'm like, this looks friggin' goofy as hell. (laughs) This is just silly. Um. He also, uh, he has, I do think, like, uh, a much cooler costume. He has, like, kind of a black, white, and red, uh, color scheme, and he wears a, um, a leather jacket, um, and- Always a good addition. Always a great addition. Um, in honor of the original Mr. Terrific, the jacket has, like, fair play- written on the sleeves, um, and I think, like, it either says, like, uh, terrific, or it has, like, a T on the back, um, and... Time to get knuckle tattoos that say fair play. Fair play! That's the thing, is that, like, when it's, like, in, like, red text on, like, a leather jacket, which is, you know, typically kind of, like, a cool thing to wear, it does seem like like it feels sort of ironic (laughs) like it feels like you'd be saying like fair play is like a goof it's not like he does support fair play and he like looks up to the first mr terrific and respects him uh but like it does it is very like it's knuckle tattoo energy it's very like i want to introduce you to my friends 
fair play, and then you hold up your fist, and then you punch somebody. Um, that wasn't a very fair play. No, it wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Punches him again. He also, um, he designs these, uh, these T-spheres, um, is what they're called. They're, like, uh, these little robot orbs, um, that he uses, uh, as weapons, and also, like, uh, you know, they can, like, project, uh, holograms, they can, uh, record things, they can, you know, uh, hack into other computers or, like, locks or something. Um. What a good droid. Yeah, a good, a good droid friend. Um, and they also, uh, if he gets, uh, enough of them, he can, like, use them to fly around on, just, like, standing on them, which is fun. Um. So, um, he does not have superpowers. He's just, uh, very, 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 very smart, um, and, uh... Good at a lot of things. Good at almost everything that there is to be good at, um, in addition to, uh, being, like, an Olympic medalist, he has, like, a bunch of black belts, uh, (laughs) in martial arts, um... I still don't know where he found the time for all of this. He was very busy. Um, he also, um, he cannot be, like, detected by, uh, electronic means. Um, like, he, he, you know, like, evil robots, like, can't find him, and, like, he doesn't show up on, like, scanners and stuff. Um, and... You need sonar. (laughs) Train a dolphin to find Mr. Terrific. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, oh no, my one weakness. Um... Echolocation. Apparently, at one point, um, he claimed this was, like, a superpower. Um, but every other comic has been like, oh no, it's because, uh of his special nanotechnology mask that, like, lets him not be, uh, not be seen by stuff. Um, but, you know, that's a cool, that's a, uh, cool, helpful thing. Mr. Terrific, go, uh, sneak into this building and use your robots to hack into it, and they won't see you coming, because um, (laughs) you're invisible. Unless they look with their eyes, like... (laughs) Then you're kind of done, but you know. It's weird. I was lo- I was going to take a photo, and there wasn't a guy there. And then I look, and there's a guy there. And I I don't know. I looked back at my phone, and there still wasn't a guy, but he kept coming towards me, and I think I saw a ghost. Ah, spooky. <laughs> a specter. Um, <laughs> um. So he is. Uh. As we said, he's most. Uh associated with, uh, the Justice Society of America, um, which is, you know, kind of a, uh, started out as, like, oh, the team for all of the old-timey superheroes, um, and is now sort of, uh, 
encompasses a lot of people who, like, maybe aren't necessarily as connected to, like, uh, the larger DCU. Um, like, sort of, I don't want to say it's a B-list team, because Mr. Terrific's on it, and, like, a, <laughs> a bunch of other people, but it's, like, in terms of, you know, significance generally in, like, uh, universe events, like, the JSA tends to take sort of uh, a backseat. At one point, Batman, <laughs> Batman is trying really hard to get Mr. Terrific to join the Justice League. Which I think is cute. And Diana's like, I, like, he, he, like, does a lot in the JSA. Like, I don't think he'll want to leave. And Batman's like, no, 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 we can get him. Um, but, uh, he is a, um, he is the, uh, chairman of the JSA for a while. Um, his teammates all, uh, choose him for that position, even though he wasn't, like, actively campaigning for it they're just like no we we want we want michael to do it michael is the best of all of us <laughs> this is the only man i can trust um he um he has uh teams up occasionally um with black lightning um because i imagine most of the uh most of the superheroes of color in any universe, probably occasionally just, like, get together and be like, oh my god, it sucks! <laughs> just <laughs> sharing wild-ass stories about what their white co-workers do. So many frickin' white people who are superheroes, and it sucks! Um, <laughs> he also, um, he is a member of, um, a secret, uh, UN intelligence agency, uh, called Checkmate. Um. That's pretty rad. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Um, it's, like, it's, uh, run by Amanda Waller, um, and, like, everybody who, uh, who works for it has, like, uh, like, chess-themed code names. It's, like, oh, there's, like, you know, bishops and rooks and knights and pawns, and they all have, like, different roles. Um, Imagine just, being a pawn. Yeah, that's, you're like, Amanda Waller's like, I've selected you to join this top-secret intelligence agency. And you're like, oh, yeah, and she's like, as a pawn. And you're like, aw. It's all right. It's an entry-level position. There is room for growth. <laughs> If you do not get murdered by supervillains. If you um, survive, yeah. you know, you could go far with this company. It's got many benefits. Mm -hmm. Um, during, um, an, uh, final crisis in, like, the, uh, late 2000s, uh, it was not, it was not the final crisis. They still kept doing them. Um, Never is. Yeah. Um, but, uh, for, uh, for a, a while he, like, uh, so Darkseid takes over the Earth, basically, um, and everything sucks, uh, and for a while, um, Mr. Terrific is, like, leading, uh, army of droids, um, 
to protect, like, the survivors of humanity. Um, so, that's neat. Um, they're, like, they're, they're, like, cyborgs. They're complicated. They're, it's a whole thing. Darkseid has these special cyborg robot things. Nice! Um, Thanks! Yeah, yeah. Darkseid? It's, it's cool. Um, he, um, he almost dies. It's not even, like, real, like, by comic book standards, it's not even, like, a real, like, proper death. It's that, uh, he gets, uh, he gets stabbed, uh, by this supervillain who had, like, been pretending to be, like, a, a member of the JSA, um, and, uh, he, Dr. Midnight, who's another member of the JSA, who is, uh, a, an actual doctor, um, is, Yeah, like, why didn't Mr. Terrific go for Dr. Terrific if he has, like, 14 PhDs? <laughs> That's a good question. If he felt like it would be showing off. Um, but, uh, Dr. Midnight, uh, tries to save him, and he's like, oh, no, we're too late. Um, but, uh, Alan Scott, who's, like, the JSA, like, Green Lantern, uh, slows down time around his body, um, so that, like, uh, to, like, prevent his, like, like, brain death from occurring, basically. Um, and then, uh, Dr. Fate shows up and just heals him with magic. Um. Thanks, Dr. Fate. Yeah. So, th- thanks, Dr. Fate. Did it again. Um, and, uh, then, uh, he's in a, he's in a wheelchair for temporarily after that. And it would be cool. I mean, it wouldn't, I don't want to be like, it would be cool if he was in a wheelchair, like, permanently. Because, like, that's not cool. I don't, like, want that to happen to him. But I do want more disabled superheroes. Yeah, because, like, they already took Oracle, so... They took Oracle away from us, and from me specifically. Um, It doesn't really matter, because that's, like, not too long before um the uh dcu gets rebooted um and for a little bit of time he has a um a solo series uh in the new 52 um but uh it gets canceled fairly quickly um unfortunately uh new 52 had like a lot of like titles that they just kind of, like, launched and then, like, cut off, like, pretty How quick. about this? Uh, never mind. You guys want How about this? <sighs> no, uh, no, I guess I don't want that one. What about yeah. this one? Um, I really like some of these comics. <laughs> please, God, buy our comics. Um, and currently, um, I know he was in, uh... Some of the the Batman metal uh stuff that happened last. Well, I guess not last year. I guess the year before last. Was it last year? No, it was I have no that. idea. Um. Anyway, I can't remember when anything happened ever. So, yeah. uh, 
I know he was, uh, he was in there, he was, you know, helping, uh, Bat- Batman and everybody stop the dark multiverse and get the nth metal and all of the other stuff that was happening. Um, but I have not really seen him in too many other places, uh, since, uh, Rebirth. So, I'm not sure what he is up to. Um, I think he should be in stuff. Um, because I, um, I like characters with no superpowers. Um, I think it is legitimately uh, a good call to be, like, like, a pretty, like, easy call to be, like, how can we, uh, make a character concept whose whole thing is that, uh, he is good at everything he tries, uh, marginally more interesting? And then somebody's like, what if he wasn't white? Like, hey. Hey, you're onto something there. That's a good start. Um. Why didn't they promote him to Dr. Terrific? (laughs) They gave him the PhDs. So many PhDs. Um. Yeah, and he is in, uh, he's in Arrow. Um, and, oh, he's gay in Arrow. Good for him. Oh. Right on. Um, I just saw that because I was, like, scrolling down, like, what else do I have? Oh. Oh, hell yeah. Um. What a pleasant surprise. What a, what a delightful thing to learn. Um, so yeah, that's, that's him. That's the terrific man. Wow. Wow. Gee, mister. Sure are terrific. <laughs> he sure is. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about today? No. Nope. No. <laughs> I've, I'm good. I've had a headache all day that I haven't done anything about, so really it's my own fault. Oh, but... Sorry. That's the pitch, though. Yeah. How about you? Um, yeah, I have some comics that I bought. Um, I don't, um, know if I told you this, uh, or, I mean, you probably saw some of it, but there's a, um, there's a new Hawkeye series, um, with, uh, our friend, uh, our friend Clint Barton. Um, I haven't picked it up, but I've seen... I've seen of its existence. Okay, friend of the show, Clint Barton. Um, I like it a lot. Uh, I, um, it's, uh, appropriate, it's the tone that I want. And, like, I think Hawkeye comics at this point, uh, in our society are, like, going to be influenced by the Matt Fraction Hawkeye for years and years and years to come. Um, as they should. As they should. Um, he does, uh, he does hang out with, um, Bucky and Sam for a little bit in it, which, uh, Hey, I'm sorry, what? I gotta, I, I'm sorry, Olivia, I gotta go. I gotta get yeah. over to the comics bookstore right now. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, I, I didn't want to lead with that because I assumed you would be leaving for the comic book store immediately. Um, yeah, but, yeah, you assumed correctly. I gotta, can you finish up the show by yourself? I gotta go. Yeah, for sure, I got it, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
he teams up with Bucky and Sam. Uh, he has, you know, some very Clint-type shenanigans. Uh, um, the art style is very, uh, is very fun. Um, it has, like, kind of a, a lot of character. Um, I like it. I'm excited to read more new Hawkeye. Um, I got the, um, the first issue of the new Thor, uh, series, which is cool. Um, there's a lot of stuff I don't fully understand what's happening, um, (laughs) but it looks very cool. Um. Sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. And, um, there were a couple, uh, oh, um, I did not actually pick these up yet. I might. Um, there is a new, uh, one of DC's, like, uh, kind of young readers graphic novels out, um, called, uh, Diana, Princess of the Amazons, um, about, uh, baby Diana, um, being, uh, lonely because she's, uh, like, the only child on Themyscira, and, like, making herself a friend, um, which is very cute, um. That is very cute. Yes, and there's also a, um, a graphic novel adaptation of, like, uh, over the past few years, DC has put out, like, some YA, like, prose novels, um, about, like, some of its big characters as, like, teens, um, and the, Lee Bardugo wrote one called, I think Wonder Woman Warbringer is the title of it, um, she wrote a Wonder Woman one, um, and they have, uh, Louise Simonson has adapted it from, like, a regular prose novel to, a graphic novel version. Um, and that looks pretty cool. I have not read the book. Um, I should now. I didn't realize, um, that Lee Bardugo wrote it. Um, so I was, uh, in my comic shop and just saw the name, because uh, of how, like, the new comics are arranged, you can just kind yeah. of see, like, the top like, in the shelf, and I just saw the name Lee Bardugo at the top, and for, like, a hot second, I was like, oh my god, is there a graphic novel version of Six of Crows and nobody told me? Um, (laughs) and there wasn't. Uh, but hey, Lee Bardugo, if you ever want to produce a graphic novel version of Six of Crows, There's an audience. I, you have the audience of me. I will buy a hundred copies of it, and I will look at it all the time. Dang, I've been meaning to read Six of Crows. You would love it. I'm sure I would. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't need to tell you that, um, but it rules. Yeah. Uh, I did remember something that I could bring up. Oh, yeah, absolutely, go for it. There was a new trailer for New Mutants. Oh, which shit. I haven't watched it yet. I was very worried that Disney had killed it. <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, it felt kind of touch and go for a while there. Yeah, and then here they are with a new trailer, and it's coming out at some point this year, I guess. 
good, it good still looks them. spooky. So yeah. I'm excited. I am glad Disney did not kill it. Um, because mostly I'm like, I am pretty excited at you know, uh, some more like genre experimentation in superhero movies. Yeah. Um. So I um I'm very curious. I should probably read more New Mutants before it comes out because I've liked the New Mutants that I have read, but it's not like a ton. So I should check it out. Um Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry for interrupting. It no. sounded like you had a couple more things. I no, I I do not. I was just thinking about Six of Crows. Um, okay. Uh, but if you, uh, have things to talk about, listeners, um, if you want, uh, if you have opinions on the New Mutants trailer, or anything else, um, or if you want to, you know, see what we're talking about, uh, you can find us online, um, on Twitter and Tumblr, and Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest, you can find all those just at capes and japes on whatever site you're on. Um, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, you can join our Discord server, um, come chat about stuff, uh, hang out, have fun. Um, we have a Patreon, um, if you are willing and able to support us there, you can get, uh, bonus episodes, movie nights, you can, uh, pick what things we talk about. Um, another great way, uh, to support us, if you're feeling so inclined, is to, uh, leave a rating and a review for the show where, uh, you listen to it. Um, also, telling a friend about the show, um, if you, if you think, if you think they'd, they'd be into it. Um, and just, you know, just coming back, coming back and joining us and being with us and hanging out. Um, we sure, we sure do appreciate it. Um, and we would like to thank you for being here for this episode of Capes and Japes. Um, I have been Olivia. And I have been Elion. And do you think that kissing is one of Mr. Terrific's thousand skills? <laughs> Let's find out. Thank you, Batman. <laughs>